Matt can't do the recap for the last episode now. God, no, man. he can. All he has to do is be like, we had a little talk around the fire. And then I went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll do it. Uh, well, let's roll. Let's, you, I got a 13. I got a, 13. Uh, I got a 16, so. I got a 14. Uh, I got a 6. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, who was like, I shouldn't have to do it twice in a row. Yeah, Come and I on, still man. had to do it. Yeah, this is because you don't believe in the heart of the dice. Okay, but then when I rolled that twenties, is that also because I don't believe in the heart of the dice? Yeah, because that's just the the statistical variance. So then it's not because of the heart of the, it's the statistical. Anyway, recap. So, uh, in the last episode, we were in the genie room. We got our rings of power trademarked, and uh, Arlen starts going insane, realizing that he may have caused everything as memories start to flood his brain. Uh, so we. Uh, very gently usher him out. He leads us out of the castle, uh, and we approach the fields of corrupted time, where he cannot follow because he doesn't have one of the rings. Upon entering the fields, we decide to make camp, but time is moving backwards, so we experience some issues where uh, Colt decides to use his bones to conjure some... Uh, some some friends, Bones and Jones, but uh, they immediately start aging backwards from skeletons into zombies... And it's horrifying, absolutely horrifying. So horrifying that Maeve fell asleep for 10 to 15 minutes while Colt, Locke, and Bate had kind of a very frank discussion about friendship, about Bate's betrayal of Locke, and, and sort of came to understand each other just a little bit better. All before, the next day they wake up, they approach the Salt Spire, which Bate recognizes as a temple to the uh, goddess Yati, or the god Yati. I believe, uh, as Chowder said, they are, checks notes, non-biny. So, um, we have approached and entered this area, this salt spire, which has been modified with a bunch of mage lord steel structure, uh, and it seems to be sort of frozen in time, not like a future and past like everything else we've seen, but just sort of stuck at the moment of catastrophe. I think that's more or less accurate. So, let me set the scene. You are in a temple that has... Uh, been modified to be a laboratory of sorts. Uh, a spiral staircase leads you up. It starts off with like uh, rustic stone steps, but then turns to steel. When you enter the spire, you hear a voice in your heads. I am Galagath. Free me. And just to, to so for Ryan's uh, affirmation here, Galagath is the chaos one. No, so this is weird. Because Asmagath and Azagar are the two alternate forms. Galagath we only heard about once. Asmagath and Asgar are like the twin gods who rule over time. Asmagath being the god of determinism, choice, chaos. Asgar being of fate and order. And this, and this is Galagath. Yeah, and Galagath we only heard about from Arlen. He, Arlen was saying something like Galagath is like, like maybe like his sponsor or something. Like, keeping him alive through all the weird time shit, which is why, like, there aren't hard and fast rules, Do I guess. Do we know anything about Galagath? I don't think so. Colin sure doesn't. Could could, could Cult potentially make, like, a religion check to to, to, to maybe know something about Galagath? Uh, you remember or that Arlen once said that uh, Galagath means body. It, like, it, like, what he, the sentence he said was something along the lines of, I heard you use the word lema. It, it it means mind. Galagath means body. Interesting. Um, so I guess at hearing 
Galagath say you up, <laughs> Bates just gonna kind of stop on the stairs and look around at everyone else. Did you hear that? I did hear that. Yep. But like not with your ears, right? I don't think it was my ears. In any other context, that would be a concerning sentence, but uh, uh, Bates gonna just stare into the open room. Galagath? Walk up the steps. Yep, <laughs> keep going. Does does the voice sound menacing? You can't really tell. Insight. That's a 12, never mind. Uh, uh, Mr. Galagath, sir, uh, could, I mean, you know, before we, you know, get to any form of, you know, bondage release, could you perhaps, you know, give us a little idea of who you are as a deity and uh, what you do? As you walk up the steps, you hear the voice in your head saying, Once, born as children to life and death, were twins, Asmagath and Asgar. They were given the rule of time, but they had a disagreement on how it should be run. Incompromisable. Asmagath took a liking to the humanity and the other races, admired just how they chose to live their lives. He's like their drip, you know? Asgar believed that, that all of time should be set in stone. One path, no change. The two could never overcome each other. They were equal in power. One day, as gods are wont to do, they had kids, and a distant grandchild of Asgar came with a proposition. A way to defeat Asmagath once and for all. Split Asmagath into three pieces. That way, he can divide and conquer. So, a machine was built. The day came, something went wrong. The machine blew, and it did what it was supposed to. Asmagath was split into three. Galagath, the body of Asmagath. Lema, the mind of Asmagath. And Seraphina, the soul of Asmagath. Ah! It's all coming together! <laughs> <laughs> that was the purest reaction. Okay, yeah, Bate's eyes, Bate never heard this much from Osmeros, and his eyes are like, he's looking at the other people behind him on the stairs. It's like, huh? Um, Maeve's eyes are wide as saucers right now. With, without Asmagath, the power of Asgar is unchallenged. Bring Galagath, Lema, and Seraphina together, and you will get Asmagath again. You make your way up the stairs. Uh, anything you want to say, or... Well, that was a convenient buttload of context. Or, you know, that was, that was enlightening in a lot of different ways. It was very pleasant. I, 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 just, so, just, just laying it on the table. This isn't like a murder, your releaser type of scenario. Uh, you know, I, you know, we're, we're, we're do, like, you're not, like, bad. You're not gonna, like, go out and, like, murder a bunch <laughs> of people, or... Where, I mean, you're, you're, oh, you're not talking to us. You're talking, okay, you're talking to, I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> Like, you know, I'm, this is odd. <laughs> looking over at Bait and everybody else. This is my first time dealing with a cot, so I don't know how one handles this situation. I mean, yeah, as far as I know, I'm the only one here that has, having spoken to Lema. Who the hell knows about what? Serafina? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bait looks, looks at Maeve. What was that about? What do you mean? Uh, 
Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, Matt knows that, yeah, Maeve talked to her, but didn't, like, we kind of forget about it, then we glossed over it, and that was kind of the whole no, premise about... No, you guys about... just straight up never fucking talked about it. There was yeah. no magical effect. You guys just left and were like, let's keep that adventure a secret, I guess. Okay, then, then Maeve is just like... Oh yeah, that was fun. Wait, <laughs> Maeve, you went off and and fucking kicked it with a god from the mainland. When? When? Were you not gonna tell us? Um. Well, I mean, it didn't really seem relevant. You know, we were we were kind of close to the tear, <sighs> and uh, you know, it it was really nice. It it was wholesome. Well, where was this? <laughs> what do you? What do you? What? Oh my god. Cole got mad at me because I talked to Lima and like didn't tell him for five minutes. You do see like a very hurt look on Cole's face. Like he's kind of doing the mental math and he's like, "Am I like the only person that hasn't met a god in this party?" Yeah, yeah, Locke. Well, I guess you and Locke, huh? Uh huh. Locke, what the fuck? <laughs> we find out Locke has been a god the entire time. God of the dads. Oh man. Um. <laughs> I guess I, I guess it's maybe not. I, we'll tuck that away. We're gonna have a, huh? We're gonna have a conversation later about all this. Well, also like, if I have if I'm related to you know the asthma person, then like. Wait, I, you're related to asthma? What? You you heard what the genie said? I guess maybe I didn't put that one together. Okay. Divine blood flows through her, so that's what the genie said. Yep. God, I just had such a convenient flashback to the audio of that encounter. Thank you. That helps a lot. <laughs> and, and also, you do have like Arlen's like your powers are peculiar kind of lines. So, yeah. You know. I hear I hear force Arlen say, "Use the bears bait." Use the bears. So yeah, so Bait is like at wit's end, just like all this information about fucking god secrets they've been keeping. So you are at the top of the stairs. Your calves and hamstrings have had a hell of a workout, I guess. Uh, and you see a swirling kind of ball of energy. You can't really see into it, but like you hear Galagat say, release me so that I can join Lema." and Serafina. Wait, 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 wait. How do we know you're the real Galagar? Bait squints at Cole. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm being serious here. Like, this could be anything. We don't even know if he, what he said is true. Well, even beyond that, we wouldn't know how to, like, safely get Ball Man to the other side of the tear. Serafina is a remnant of the mainland pantheon. Lema is probably still stuck in some fucking time loop of her own. Hey, my dude, like, I don't want to crush your spirits, but getting you out of this tower is so much less of a solution than you're thinking. Even if you are the real Ga Galagath, not like patronizing cult. It is the first step. I have been trapped here for thousands of years. That's nice. Secret demon says what? <laughs> Wait, what? No shit. <laughs> wait, what? No, wait, what happened? <laughs> as this cult is described, this, he, he whispers secret. Is this where we kill bait? <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't sure if it was Colin that didn't understand or what. That's about as, as much of a test as I've got. <laughs> I mean, aren't you... You Okay. I did spend a little time learning how to do Christian... I would say Christian stuff, religious stuff. <laughs> 
Roll a Christianity uh, check for me. Ooh. Oh, no, but I don't have that prepared. Shit, never mind. I do have detect good and evil, but... Oh, wait, I have the fucking wand. I have the friendarino wand. Uh, so Bait is going to uh, pull out the wand of enemy detection and uh, feeling a little self-conscious, like as under his breath as he can, <laughs> wave the wand and say, friendarino. <laughs> How does that wand work again? I know the direction of the nearest hostile creature. Given that they are like beside me and the ball is in front of us, if I sense evil coming from ball direction, I assume ball bad. Well, you sense uh, two things. You sense a friend in the ball and you sense an enemy in the ball. Oh, God damn it. Uh, okay. So like bait continues to swirl the wand and his face gets more contorted as he gestures, and then he'll put the wand down and say, not really sure how to how to suss this one out. Well, well, well what did it detect? Well, uh, there is a malevolence there. I know, bad start, but also not an outright hostility. I, I mean, I guess we're talking on the level of creatures, you know, as powerful as gods, and this one seems to have gotten a pretty shitty hand dealt to them, so, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not a, exactly a summer flower every day myself, so I, I can get that. Interesting. Uh, well, I mean, what do we do then? Friend and foe. I don't want to, I, I don't want to touch it, honestly. Well, do we have to, do we have to touch it? Well, we now have an admiral on a boat and a ball asking us to take this ball out of the building. And if after everything we went through, it's that easy, I will be astonished. I I have an idea. Yes. Um. Uh, she'd like to hold up a crystal and just be like, huh? <laughs> oh, we could go back and we could see what happened. Um, can I roll Arcana or something to deter? Because Chowder, what you described to us is that this seems frozen in time. Would Bait be able to tell if like there is a past version of this place that exists. Like, I don't know if the parallel timelines function here. There, There is a past version of this place. Okay. Then, Well, then Bait seems, like, nervous, but says nothing. I mean, you guys just want to go back and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just see what happens because it always seems to work out so well for us. Yes, perhaps we could even stop it from happening in the first place. Maybe that's the true, truest solution. Bates' eyes sort of widen at this, remembering his promise to Osmeros, and he's like, it's the best lead, we, best lead we got. Crank that crystal, Maeve. I'd like to cast shopping, Shocking Grasp on the crystal myself. Yeah, Shopping Grasp. And uh, <laughs> I'm not bringing anybody else. You guys can bring yourselves. Uh, I guess, yeah, we'll all do, uh, I'll do a cantrip on my own crystal. Yeah, I will do the same. I'll okay. cast. I will do the same. A poison spray, so there's like a little bit of ju- gunk on the floor when I go. Interesting, but okay. <laughs> uh, it's a creative but, choice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you all use the crystal and you go to the past. Flash. You're in the building, and it's not like in mid-explosion, as it were. And in front of you. You see a large figure wearing a large red robe that flows to the ground. He looks back at you and says, You're not from here, are you? No, I am. <laughs> I mean, where even really is here, you know? I'm just you know, I'm just riding on, uh, on spaceship Earth, you know? Uh, debatable whether this planet is called Earth. Let's pin in that. 
Uh, Bates gonna step over to the window and point out, yeah, you see over those hills down by the down by the northern bank of the river. Yeah, that's where I'm. Uh, that's where I'm from. When I heard reports of mysterious strangers popping in and out in a strange flash of light, various points in the castle, I felt it. Time magic. Okay. Um, and who are you? Who am I? I am lord of this realm. Emperor Kaiser. There, I don't suppose there'd be any chance you'd be open to discussing tax policy? <laughs> I take what I want. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's the emperor, and the first thing you fucking say is, let's talk about tax policy. You are such a fucking... Thank you, esteemed Congress, for letting me speak in front of well, you today. What, but the thing is, but the thing is, when you meet the president, when most people meet the president, what do they talk about? They talk about taxes. And Brian I, I, is just a normal cons <laughs> constituent, and therefore cult is too. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. At hearing, at hearing, uh, Emperor Kaiser, um, Bait is going to turn around and like, withholding as much rage as possible, like eyes the group, like, ah, oh, this guy needs to fucking go. He does not say or do anything, but he is so visibly livid at this man's presence. Like, he looks intimidating, I assume. This is very... Yeah. I, I can roll intimidation. Oh, no, he kind of seems a little intimidating. Uh, well... <laughs> yeah, let's just say it was intimidating and not worry about the roll. So tell me, what's my kingdom like in the future? And he uh, puts his hand on Bates' shoulder. Oh, oh, you're coming at me. You're stepping at me with this energy. All right. Your kingdom in the future is a smoldering, wasted dump of potential and beauty, and you just spread your ass and dumped all over it, didn't you? Now you fuck, mm. As soon as oh, you say man. spread your ass. <laughs> spread your ass and dump. As soon as you say spread your ass, uh, Locke does that meme of the guy who like shakes his head and opens his eyes real wide. Like, it's just like me. You, this is your, this is how you're choosing your moment. This is how we're this is how we're uh, doing this. Bay was not prepared for this. This at is all. the one time that you want to use the term "spread your ass" in your <laughs> lifetime. You want to use it right now. You only get one. Everybody only gets one. Uh, uh, Bait just like and like gathers himself. Folks like you never did have appreciation for my vision. Well, that's because some of us have seen your vision. We have lived it. We have felt it. We have bled through it. We have drowned in it. We have fallen off every high object in it you can imagine. I don't know about that. Let's not try this one. I know we're <laughs> high up, Maeve, but okay. Can we? Okay. Okay. Whatever your vision is, whatever wonderful palace you built for yourself on Terra Lanter, those of us down here, every back you stepped on has been shattered. If you want to know what the future is, it's as horrible as you could possibly imagine. Because you spread your ass and dumped all over it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. I agree with everything but the spread your ass and dump it on there. It's pretty bad, it is. It's quite bad. And uh, for the record, that flip the paper was real because he brings out a book and starts uh, to read through it. Oh, the Emperor no. rustles his papers? He's been the one rustling the papers the <laughs> whole time. Have you heard my papers rustle through time? <laughs> so. According to my book here, four people come to this island. They'll make their way to the center, climb its towers, 
and meet the trapped emperor. Now Bait does the meme of the guy doing the double take blink. The what? It's written right here. Before that, he rustles some more papers. The machine he created, while successful, also backfires, trapping him on this island. But no matter, he will be freed by four unlikely folks hoping to avert tragedy, only to find they bring me. See, you're meddling in the past, while you think might have been your choice, was fated to happen. Suppose you're here to save me. I mean, are you saying, and I'm pointing back at like the weird kids at my back that this was <laughs> foretold? Well, no, maybe those, they're part of the four that are saving him. You know, you got Jones, Bones, you have a bear, and then uh, the, the horse. <laughs> uh, I, I, Emperor, I, 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 so your 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 take on this is that us four came to save you. I mean, I have very you know differing definitions on you know saving and you know. I mean, I guess we could save you. Uh, it'd be very uh, different from. Uh, your, I think, inherent bias towards saving. I think we could, you know, we could release you from this mortal coil and you could be free to to dance the uh, dance the night away on the ethereal plane, if that's what you wish. The door behind you, like, slams open and you see uh, young Arlen, like, uh, gasping and wheezing because he just did a lot of running. Also, also climb the stairs. Everybody's ass is about to look great in like two to three days. Oh yeah, and uh, he uh, sees you guys, but he also he sees the emperor. He's like, "What, emperor? I, I need to know. What is it you're actually planning? Surely what you're doing is for for us, right?" Bait uh, looks over at Arlen and is just like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no, mm-mm, nope, <laughs> no, it's not." <laughs> A king who toils his whole life, and for what? Singular moment of power. Before meeting his hand, before the next fool bungles it, pisses it all away, an empire exists for what, a hundred, maybe two hundred years? What worth is even a thousand years compared to endless millennia? Meaningless dust. I am not content with mere morsels. I will not just be lord of this realm. I will be its only lord, the first and last, forever and ever. I am going to kill only one who can stop me. Ruh-ruh. I came to Asgard, took his power for my own, the power of fate. The only one who could rival me now, Asmageth. And I will see them come. It's just a matter of time. And uh, he uh, tur- turns to the console that like machine. Pull the lever, Kronk. Wrong lever. Uh, and there he is, waiting there. What do you mean, trapped? That four people would come and save a trapped king? Clearly, you have a plan outlined to elevate yourself beyond the extent of godhood. But you're trapped here. I'd like to know what your, uh, what your intentions are before we, you know, part ways and return to the smoldering ruin of your legacy. It's written in the book that though my machine is successful, successfully splitting Asmagat into three, I would be trapped on this island. But now that you're here, you do something to prevent just that. So Asmagath will be split into three, and I'll be free to go. Simple as that. Where is the where is the book of fate as he's saying I, this? I mean he's he's holding it in his hand. 
I am going to, because I can, I think I can mentally command Bones and Jones. I am going to mentally command Bones and Jones to kind of like, like kind of come at different angles to the Emperor and kind of close in a little bit. And on my command, I'm going to have them rush the Emperor to try to grab the book. Uh, okay, you can do that. Uh, roll, uh, roll for them. Uh, I guess strength would be it, right? Yeah. Strength, they got a plus one to it. Hey, one, five. The other one, 19. Not bad, brother. Man, it's a, it's a rough thing they both rolled one. Uh, How do they both roll a one? So the two zombies rush at him and, uh... One just uh, trips and falls flat on its face. The other just kind of uh, the sun glares in its eye and it uh, misses. And he yeah, he just doesn't even move it. They never even got to him. Uh, Bait is gonna cast Misty Step to try to appear behind him and snatch the book. Roll dexterity. That sounds like a dexterity. Ooh, uh, save or check? Uh, check. Okay. That's a three plus one. Bait's fucking dead. Yeah, so you misty step behind him, but uh, when you do, uh, the floor kind of like gives way and like your foot, uh, foot just kind of goes through it. it, it oh no, I'm not falling down this motherfucker too. Uh-uh. You, uh-uh. You're, you're, you're not falling. This isn't like a you're falling kind of thing. You're just kind of uh, stuck in place. The clouds up above start to swirl and circle around the spire. Emperor Kaiser looks up. Almost time. It is, in fact, time for The Breakaway. Thank you so much for listening to Dicey Waters Chapter 66. I am Colin. And uh, while this episode has many revelations about the world in which our characters live and operate, uh, I have a couple revelations about the world in which we live and operate. Just a couple minutes here. Going to zip through four or five things. One talk about our discord uh our discord has uh seen significant improvement over the last few months thanks to the addition of ray our moderator uh and it is about to get even better with the addition of a new moderator in the form of primitive toast a community member beloved and known not least of which for the listening parties that he's organized uh these listening parties are something we feel very strongly about on the crew as something that is a very fun and and engaging way uh, to participate in show listenership and community. Um, every time I've joined them, I, I love doing them and we wanna make sure that we have regular timing, regular support, regular cast involvement. So we're gonna be talking about that soon, making sure that everyone's aware when these are happening and how they can join. Uh, even if you don't wanna like throw your mic on, if you're just gonna be in the car, join on up and, and, and try to have fun and join the show with some other people. Um, now, beyond that, for our community, uh, we also have a community project that just went live this past week, and that is our community dungeon. Much like the coloring book last season, we are taking submissions from anybody that has an idea and putting them together into a single package at the end. So what you can do, if you have an idea for a room, a fight, a little quarter of a dungeon somewhere... You can submit that to us. There's a form that is linked on our website and in our Discord. It is uh, very simple. You just have to say, this is what the room I have in mind is like. If there's an encounter, describe what that encounter is. If there are creatures or items, list what those are. 
that's it. So if you've never, ever picked up a D&D pencil before to D&D pencil to like, you know, if you never made your own stuff, it's going to be very easy. You just need to describe those four things. If you know exactly what you're doing and you do have D&D pencils ready to draw battle maps, grids, and you have stacks of graph paper, you can attach as many things as you want to give us all the detail. Um, so whatever your skill level is, this is open to anybody that has an idea. Maybe you want us to walk into a room full of cats. Maybe you want to create a crazy puzzle, uh, riffing on some of the things that we've done over the course of our adventure. Who knows? You can do whatever you'd like. And at the end of the season, we will be releasing a combination of these rooms as a playable PDF that anybody can get for free and play with their friends. Or not their friends. You can play with whoever you want. I won't tell you what to do. But I'm very excited about this. Thank you to Matt and Ray for the idea. Um, I guess thank you to me for putting the form together. You're welcome. I don't know. I don't know how to do this when I'm talking about myself. So this community dungeon, uh, DicePopuli.com. It's on our community page or on our news page. And in the Discord, it is in the submissions channel. We've pinned a link to it. Uh, so please, if you have an idea, throw it up there. Uh, lastly, I want to chat about the Patreon. Uh, firstly, we got a few uh, bonus things planned out for the sort of the off weeks for almost the rest of the season. I've got some plans. Uh, and I, I, uh, I also want to thank those of you who are joining. I hope you're enjoying that bonus content and entrenched our bonus campaign, which is getting real spicy um, because I certainly enjoy your patronage because you have helped us make the show even better. Even just over the past week using uh, using Patreon funds, I've uh, been able to overhaul our cloud storage stuff, which like sounds very boring, but on the back end, it makes everything so much easier and it wouldn't be possible without you. In particular, I want to shout out Mr. Joe Bertola for joining the fold as a patron and Arlen Brent Jackson, Arlen, whose name you've probably been hearing for the last few weeks at our podcast, uh, for upping your patronage beyond the tiers that we offer, which I didn't even know you could do. Um, you make the show possible and you allow us to make the show even better. So thank you to Toast for joining the party. Thank you to Joe and Arlen for uh, supporting the show as well as all our other patrons. And please submit something to our community dungeon. The more, the merrier, the bigger, the better. I think it's going to be a blast. Speaking of blasts, why don't we dive back into the episode and see what the Emperor and this machine have in store for our friends. Bait is like looking, pleading at the others in the group, and he's just like, I don't know what to do. Um, I have an idea. Can you describe this machine to me, Chatter? Like, all I, I know there's like some kind of lever or something, but what does it look like? You know, there's a console that's, you know, there for controlling it. You see like a, a three like giant prongs coming out and a sort of center chamber that's, it think like three lightning rod-esque structures, though it wouldn't actually conduct lightning, but like magical power. I'll channel that power towards the center. Can I cast message to Cult? Yeah. Seeing as Cult is like the, I, I'm, I'm choosing Cult because he's the most arcane savvy. Um, if we freed the genie, does he have, can he actually do this? Uh, responding back. Uh, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know if the genie was integral to this or to the making of the stone home monsters. Should be noted that the genie did say that uh, the Emperor overpowered him, and that's how he got into the whole mm. situation before. Like, the whole 
being tested on thing before. How much does this machine look like it weighs? Uh, <laughs> 800 pounds. Son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Chatter quickly leaves through all the spells that may might have <laughs> regarding weight. Well, because I was thinking maybe I could levitate it, but levitate has a 500 pound limit. Oh, man. I could medic. Oh, I have. Oh, oh, I know what you could do. I have some ideas as well. Um, what? So, do we. Do we stop the machine or do we like stop him? Like what is Arlen here too? Yes. Like Ar- Arlen? Arlen is here too, young Arlen. Yep. Okay. Um what a what do we do? As like the clouds swirl around the building, um Bate is just like uh, he cl- he clearly is under the belief that anything we do is already written down and predicted. So what could we even do aside from just leave, go back to Galagath and try to make our way out of this hellscape? Wait, what what if he can't predict everything? Funny you should say that. Oh, God. Because I'm cashing in one of those uh, Tides of Chaos. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. (laughs) There's there's so many banked. Oh, God. It's not Um, necessarily a bad thing, though. No. It could be a completely normal thing. I got a 45. So 45. Ha! I can't. I I start to cast levitate and try to focus on the machine, but instead, I cast levitate on myself. <laughs> <laughs> so mate screams. What? Is he can't predict everything and immediately starts floating. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what happens is like uh, various smaller objects in the room start to float up. Mave included. Locke will grab onto Maeve to make sure she doesn't float away. Like wild magic, like, uh, bursts out and a look of concern enters the Emperor's face. And like, amongst all the things that are levitating includes, uh, the Emperor. What the hell? Wait, what? I mean, yeah, I'm totally doing that. Yeah. Uh, Bait casts gusts of wind and tries to blast the uh, floating Emperor up against the wall. Uh, you gotta roll that or... Uh, gust, oh, hold on, gust of wind. Uh, I guess you you would determine the effect, but a line of strong wind, sixty feet long, ten feet wide, blast from you in a direction you choose for the spell's duration. Each creature in that line must succeed on a strength save or be pushed fifteen feet away uh, in the direction following the line. I would argue that he would at least have disadvantage because he's floating. Okay, I mean, let's see. Let's roll the dice. He gets a four and a nine. Uh, man, it's uh, yeah. a great thing he rolled a uh, 19. Motherfucking bullshit. So, yeah, just fucking big gust of wind, I guess, just this floating man is just his his cape flaps, but that's it? What what happens is, like, as you're about to cast a spell, one of the floating objects, like, uh, uh, floats towards you and knocks you off course, and you just kind of direct the wind in a different direction than... Uh, than him. So it smacks me sideways and I accidentally blast it straight at Locke and Maeve. Like, oh God! Locke and Maeve, you got it, bro. Okay. What's the what's the DC on your save? Which is this? Which one? My spell save is a 14. Uh, strength. Okay. This is strength. a strength save. No! Fuck! <laughs> okay, we're good. I got a, a 19. I have, I have a plus zero. But I rolled a 13. Oh, oh <laughs> beans. I did say I was grabbing onto Maeve so she wouldn't float away. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're grabbing onto Maeve, it, it really would just take on 
the strength roll of whoever got the highest. Hell yeah. yeah, Brother Reno. You're welcome. Thanks. So after like a few seconds of sustained wind, like blast your clothes, like just paste it up against you, base is going to be like, and like, like too frazzled to apologize. And I'm, I'm still like hovering in midair. Like a balloon. Arlen tries to uh, take a swing at the emperor and he gets a nat 20. Man, real, real bad that he rolled a nat one there. And, uh, Ooh, and it's so depressing. And, uh, he swings his sword and like, uh, as he like raises it up, the the blade actually like breaks and like he takes the swing, but doesn't connect because there's no blade on the sword now. Uh, the emperor says, <laughs> I think I get it. Suppose that makes you a distant niece of Asgard. Same way I'm one of Asgard. Oh no. Oh. Uh, oh no. Or any of us the other one. <laughs> okay, uh, as, as Bait sees like the helplessness of everyone, he's just gonna palm a crystal cantrip and try to pop back to the to the present. You pop back to the present, the others are in the past. You see a crack appear on his face and then like a chip falls off and more and more and suddenly you start to realize that this is kind of like a shell crumbling and revealing a true form. Imagine a slab of granite floating a foot off the ground. I guess in this case, several feet off the ground due to the levitating. Top half is carved into a torso and a head. The torso is smooth and wasp-like. The arms are spindly mechanical joints. The head is devoid of a face. Instead, there is a hole, a black void that is impossible to see into. Orbiting the head are several stone tablets, each with a single eye in it. Behind him, a giant stone halo made to look like the sun. Stone pillars made to resemble the rays of the sun, a stone disc, golden in color, uh, behind him. Uh, his lower half is uh, uncut granite, no legs, just a torso attached to a slab of rock. This is my true form. I took the power of fate, the power of Asgard from my own. The only one who could rival me was Asmugath, but I won't let her stop me. A fiefdom mine for eternity. My lordship set in stone. To those ends, anything is justified. Galagath will be gone. Lema and Seraphina, they'll all be gone. And with that, Asmugath no more. It was meant to be. A light descends to the center of the machine. It seems Asmagath has finally fallen for the trap. He starts to reach over to the console. What do you do? It just doesn't seem like there's any way that we could affect this in any meaningful manner, so might as well teleport to the future. The present. Or the other present. We are in the past, brother man. Potato, potato. I'm gonna go to the future, yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as Bait appears, he's gonna march up to the orb and say, Emperor Kaiser, here, the, we using these crystals, we can get back to him now. Arlen said that his ability to survive here was your doing. What can we do to stop Emperor Kaiser? I think Emperor Kaiser's in the thing. In the ball? Yeah, did you not pick that up? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, this is me talking to Colin because I Oh think yeah, no, I get that. I I'm saying like, uh, um, Colin has had that thought, Bait has not had that yeah, thought. Yeah, he said that he was gonna get released by four people. This is what Bait says. Uh, Bait says that to the ball and you realize 
so like your uh, wand, what what it told you was there is a malicious entity in there and a friendly entity. In there. Now is now is just a friendly entity, and you hear a voice, and it is different from the voice you heard when you were in the present before. Mm-hmm. The present has changed, but the opportunity has now come to be. Reunite me with Lema and Serafina. Break the shell that traps me. Break, break the shell, like the, the ball? I mean, at this point, I would imagine that the, uh, that the other folks are appearing. Yeah. Poof. So they all poof in and they hear me say, the ball? Ball? <laughs> what, 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 what ball? This, the, the Galagath ball, this ball. He says to set him free, to reunite him with his splintered parts. How will this stop the emperor? How do we stop him? I can't just sit here and watch him do this again. His control of fate cannot account for wild magic. It is the antithesis to his ability. Now I'm just thinking, because there's no feasible way to get to both, you know, Arianor and also the mainland in the next hour. Um, okay, Bait is just gonna turn to the group and say, whatever is in here now, the malice is gone. I think Galagath can help us, but I I don't know if we have the time. What, just to break out of the shell? Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna put my hand on the sphere. So the sphere uh, starts to react. It, it shatters to pieces and, and uh, from it, like an old man comes out of it. I need your clothes, your boots, <laughs> and your motorcycle. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I guess he doesn't have any clothes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, Commando, I've, uh, I like the feeling of the wind on myself, yeah, I, I know the feeling. We know, Carl, yes, Carl, we, yes, yep, yeah, he does. Big time. <laughs> it's bracing. Enjoy the breeze. <laughs> he looks to you guys and says, destiny can be changed. If you bring me to the other two, we might be able to change history. Is there nothing we can do n- now, back then, to, to stop it? Or do we just have to let it happen? That is up to you. You can go back in time and try to stop it. Uh, you, Or you can try to do something here, and uh, but I will leave that in your hands. I am without power. It kind of, I mean, this is Ryan talking. It kind of seemed like it didn't matter what we did in the past, like what was going to happen yeah. was going to happen. Everything that we tried to do just kind of turned into nothing. So the context we have is that Arlen says that this stuff repeats itself on sort of a three day loop, like subjectively. His thing only like protects him. It doesn't like protect anything else. If you're powerless without your protection, um, I, I'm guessing that this three-day loop is going to be more like three days and then we're dead. So we should probably make a decision right now. Are we hightailing it to the Admiral and getting the hell out of this blast zone? Or do we see if there's something we can do? I honestly have no clue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it seemed like, like I said, it didn't seem like anything we were doing in the past. Like from Colt's understanding in the past, like everything we tried failed. Yeah. From a gameplay um, perspective, I feel horribly underleveled. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just. Well, I mean, it just felt like everything we tried didn't work. So why, yeah, why would we go back I, to the past? I'm not smart enough to do anything if it seemed like nothing had mattered. Uh, Bait is just going to turn to Old Man Galagath uh, and then ask one more question. If I use this crystal, if I return to him now, 
Does it matter at all? He looks you in the eye. Listen, you've already changed the past so much. In the original time, Arlen destroys the console by accident. But now, it didn't happen. Do not take the what the Emperor has told you at his word. You have the power. You can change the world to however you want if you are willing to. Uh, that speaks to bait very powerfully. Well, um, let's get wild. Let's do it. Bait, smi- uh, bait smiles. They both agreed. He looks to Locke. Eyes at Locke. He'll uh, look kind of uneasily, but not. Okay. He's going to take the crystal and say, you heard, th- you heard her. Let's get wild. Casts a spell into the crystal and goes back to the past to face Emperor Kaiser. Make sure I've got my little zombie children in tow. God damn it. I'm slowly becoming Father Christmas. I'm gonna have like the little kids. Was it the that's, that's ghost the of... worst gift ever? <laughs> ghost of Christmas uh, present. Yeah, I'm gonna have like the little oh. two kids underneath my robe. 